selfie. Um, okay, but maybe not post it in case Sheila sees it. Come on. All right, all right. Nothing too romantic. Nothing. What do you reckon? Oh, that's lovely. Good caption. Clive and Jane forever. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, haul at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbours. CJK and Bayer. Let's get the neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We have a Neighbours recap podcast and we analyse episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbours that have just aired for a brand new year, 2021. In the PirateNet studios in Melbourne, CJ is with me live in the distanced flesh. CJ the Hot Mess Mum, hello. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. And I'm Vaya. I didn't say that. And if you're in the UK, happy like March. Yes. Oh, this time last year, UK and Ireland, it was Bum Island. Wow. So, and a happy, and a happy Bummiversary. Oh, dear. <laughs> Sorry to start the year off on a low note for you, CJ. I do have something bum related. Okay, go. My son's been recording podcasts on my husband's iPad. How old's your son? He's four and a half and a half. Great. And... When he wasn't recording, so I don't have evidence of this, but he came in, I decided to have a lie down while he was recording because he has a lie down when I'm recording, so why not, right? Mm. And he came in and he said, I said, what are you recording? He goes, I'm making podcasts about bums. <sighs> Never been more proud. And I thought this is like recording with Kate and Vale. Baby Lou. The generation, the next generation is, we're in great hands, guys. Happy bum everyone. Yeah. Sweetie, it's just business. Patreon, new months just ticked over. It's always an interesting time on Patreon because the pledges shake up a little, you know, who's going to carry over, who isn't. So I have to thank Jennifer and Jonathan, great double act name. Thank you for joining the fray. I will be sharing a trimming from this episode a little piece of storyline that we are not going to discuss in this podcast. We're going to discuss for Patreon. And sometimes the Patreon clips get a little loose and we just talk a little bit out of school, you know. Sometimes we share what we really think about certain performances, if you get my drift. Ah, yes, we do. I certainly hope we're going to be talking about Paul and how he recently went somewhere and got a new outlook on life. Oh, we sure will. CJ. Wonderful. Paul's Christmas in New York. It's not. It's um, Eat, Pray, Love. He's come back. <laughs> Eat, Paul, Love. Eat, Paul. <laughs> yes, we'll save that. And new counsellors. The Facebook group that we have a natter on is Neighbours Council. Last episode of Neighbours, we had the mayor of the council, Olivia. What a joy it was to chat to her. She's a star. If you haven't seen the picture of her, her dressed up as a Christmas tree, it's, it's in the Neighbours Council and it's on our Twitter. She's a gem. And Vicky, who joined the council, listens to the podcast Monday morning over breakfast with my kids. I love the kids. I used to watch cartoons over my breakfast cereal. Yeah. I wonder whether her children are going to be as annoyed how old they are. Yeah. Because my son certainly does not want more neighbours talk in his life. (laughs) Actually, Jen, I just saw her message, the one who joined Patreon. She's kind of local to us. She's like a few suburbs. She's like in West Waratah. Oh, my gosh. So, um... She'll get all our local references, I just realised. And maybe she gets the good iced coffee in Anson Corner. 
Yeah, definitely. So I guess like she might go on the 82 tram. I don't, I forget, I don't know tram routes, but let's sure. Actually, my friend Andrea lives in Diamond Creek and they just got a tram cafe. She just texted me like it was hot news off the press going, we've got to go. I wonder if you can sit in it or if they awkwardly have half of it cut off as a kitchen. <laughs> it's just it's a marquee at the side. So weird. So I've, we've got to go out on a buzz off excursion to the yeah. tram cafe. And another item of business is we just watched CJ, the premiere of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, AU yeah. edition. And I believe Neighbours' own is on there. Yeah. Just a neighbours alum in the jungle. Well, it's the Australian bush this season. Rory Zamiro, better known as? Ash Williams. And I was about to say love interest of, was it David or? Aaron. It was because they were in the dance troupe. They were in um, Rough Trade. (laughs) Rough Trade. (laughs) So it's Rough Trade's neighbours' neighbours' own. He's in there. Uh, We didn't get a neighbours. We thought maybe a soap star would go in, but it was Tony Perrin from E Street. Yes, and they've already set Ash up with Abby. Yes, Abby from The Bachelor. Yeah, who is sex, 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 sex. She, yeah, caused a stir. She was the big, um, she got the bitch edit in her season. She got the bitch edit, but she's um, a feminist and she has she has controlled the narrative about her since. Yeah, she's very she's an intriguing character. Very mm. well worth a listen. I think the Shameless podcast gals did a great chat with her. Yeah. And look, she's been through a lot online, and I can't, I can't help but be concerned that this is another reality show is going to put her mm-hmm. in a vulnerable position for more. But anyway, she, as I said, she has controlled the narrative, so she may well continue to be able to control the narrative. But she is, she, th- look, the one way to describe her would be vava vum. Yes, yes. And they had vava vum there, <laughs> and then they brought vroom vroom vroom, yeah. which is Ash Williams. Yeah. Onto the scene, and you can see in that first scene they were like, "Fire, meet fire." Yes. It's gonna yeah. be fun, fun time. Sizzle, bit of sizzle, mm. and I think that's all the business. And we have decided on a date for our neighbours' night. Yeah, it's a long weekend here. Yeah, in Australia, we haven't narrowed down the time because I have to do time maths. We'll get Kate to do that. <laughs> she can pick the time. So if it's Sunday night, it would be Sunday morning in the UK. So she's doing business with you. Let's do some neighbours chat. I thought, when I was thinking about this week, this last week, I thought not much happened. I thought it's one of those nothing weeks between Christmas and New Year. Hmm. You know, some people are off visiting the Kennedy clan in Queensland. Chloe's working all Christmas weekend. Hmm. Lasseter's. Not much happened. But then when I typed it out to plan our order of events here, CJ, I've got here a kiss, a heart attack, you know, a diamond necklace situation. Like, it's just more happened than I thought. When, when I was watching it. When you describe it like that, excuse me a second. Oh my God, what was it? CJ just killed a spider. How Australian. She just took off her sandal and stood on a spider. That's that's how Australian we are. Where are you taking it? Okay. So we need to pick up the, um, the thread of Hendrix, young Hendrix and his blackjack addiction. Oh. Well, it's not really a blackjack addiction. It's just a debt addiction at this stage. It's no good. I think they're trying to make us really want Hendrix to succeed. Yeah. I don't think I needed him to be $10,000 in debt to want that. Not not in two weeks. Like, he went so far off the slippery slope. Yeah. (laughs) Like, immediately. It's like his father became a billionaire in the other direction and Mm. he's gone opposite the opposite way. Like, Mm. so fast. 
He's the anti-billionaire. And like the thing is, is we, we're led to believe Pierce is just so amazing that he just became a billionaire overnight. But like obviously Hendrix is at least 15 times more amazing than his father. Like if anyone wants to fall in love with him, watch some of his TikTok videos. Yeah. You don't need death. How funny if he just decided tomorrow, I'm going to be on TikTok. And like that would be great. That would be, We wanted Chloe to yeah. be an influencer. We wanted Ellie. Ellie. Yeah. yeah. Which in our headcanon Ellie is now in Switzerland. She is. Um, somebody put up a video on the council. Um, yes. Um, baby Asta's mum. Lara. Lara. It was actually looked amazing because I was sitting in the sweltering heat. So it's like um, a very warm pool, a heated pool, but an outdoor heated pool in Switzerland. And they've got like a man that looks like Sean. It could be Sean. I thought it was Sean. I, was, I didn't have my glasses on. <laughs> it's, it's too small to see. Yeah. And he dives in there. And we just assume this is what's happening with Sean now. Yeah, he's in this heated pool in the Alps. Yeah, imagine that. See, the thing, yeah. So I think the thing is, is that I think they want us to be really invested. And I guess they wanted to up the ante and say, Hendrix is not just like becoming a problem with the cards. Like, this is a big problem. This is $10,000. Next week, it could be 50. It could be Nicolette's level of debt. Oh, she's going to get Papa Paul to fix all that. Oh, yeah. We saw the look in her eyes. Hendrix, though, I want to talk about the fact that, you know, okay, in a game of White Elephant, we've just had the festive season. Like, in White Elephant, you all bring a present to the table and you do swapsies. Like, you, you give the present to someone. I, they always stresses me out because no one ever wants my present. And you mm-hmm. like you steal it off the next person. Like, the next person can steal it. And there's always one thing. There's like, maybe there's, like, a Christmas mug or something that no one wants. Mm. It's like, I'm not taking that shitty mug. And that bloody diamond necklace has been passed around no one. <laughs> Why does it have so many owners? This time Hendrix gave it to Kane. <laughs> gave. Firstly, he stole it. Oh, yeah. A bit of uh, petty theft. Yeah. Now, I said last week he had all rights to ask for it. Which was Jay's argument. So, Jay said, look, your dad bought this necklace for his mistress. No, for his wife. Then handed it over to his mistress. Regifted. How inappropriate. Now, triple regifting. Why didn't he sell it on eBay? Because he didn't have time. Uh, okay, he didn't have time for eBay, but he, he's got time for cashies, cash converters. Yeah. This yeah. is probably their busy season. Do they, are they still running? Because no one wants to take cash, are they? There's one down the road from me. They're fine. Oh, yeah, they've got stuff out all the time, don't they? I was a little bit heartbroken. I've got really attached to that cheeky little necklace, hiding behind the tees at Harold's, <laughs> slipping into the suitcase. The fact just to see it get handed off and then thrown back in Hendrix's face. Like, so he... He hands it over yeah. going, well, this is my debt squared. And cheeky Fight Club Kane is like, no. I've got to try and find a buyer to sell it on. That takes time. Time is money. Okay, well, then give it back to me and I'll sell it and then give you the whole amount in cash. It's not up for debate. I actually love this because he's like, all you've given me is mental load. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I agree. I'm Team Kane there. Like, yes, go, Hendrix, take half an hour, yeah. go to the shops and sell it. This is what happened when they shut down the bric-a-brac shop. Everything's a shambles. I mean, the bric-a-brac shop was not going to pay full price for it, though, was it? No, but, yeah. Who could have he sold it to? to um, the only thing that comes to mind is Paul. Yes. he would, And he would have said, like, hey, Tarage's birthday is coming up. Do you want to give her this crappy necklace that every other woman in the street has turned away? <laughs> but he could spin it, like, you want to get one up on my dad? Yeah. If only it wasn't $10,000. 
Dr. Carl would give it to Susan. Yeah, that was my first thought too, but I thought, nah, 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 nah. He's, I mean, can you imagine, Carl, trip to Queensland for a month, it's going to take him six years to recover financially from that. Ugh, especially during the festive season. And he's probably stuck there in quarantine now. Oh, yeah, Australia, oh, a time of record. Our borders are opening and shutting like, I don't have a metaphor. Like a flippy flap door. What are they called again? <laughs> I don't know. Saloon doors. Yeah, there you go. There are borders at the moment, our state borders. So now Hendrix is in trouble because he's still under physical threat and he wanted to have one more blackjack match. Mm-hmm. Kane's like, you got we've got to use your house all the time now and you have to play. And he can't afford to play. So was Kane... And he's too dark, he's too dim. He's, he can't <laughs> count the cards. He's like us. Have you heard those episodes where Kate's trying to explain it to me? Yeah. Can you please back me up on how much I cannot understand it? Do you know what we have in common with Hendrix other than being very beautiful? Yeah, but... We can't count cards. No! <laughs> So we're pretty people. That's why we can't do it. In this world, you are a Jay or you're a Hendrix. And CJ and I are Hendrixes. We are. <laughs> it's the official plural of Hendrix. I have a kink both for bad and smart. So counting cards is like actually all those things to me. Yeah. yeah. Like I would love it if my husband went somewhere and counted cards. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I'm fascinated. Yeah. I've got a friend, I've got a guest I want to line up for the pod who can talk to me more about it, but I've got to try and make it work with, all, with you know, this time of year. You're going to have to do maths and so that's going to be very hard. They'll be on top of it. Yeah, no, I'm not going to actually count cards. Oh, maybe I can try. He could teach me. Anyway. You probably could. You're very smart. Uh, but not with numbers. Well, I mean, I don't know. If there's a verbal, like a word mnemonic, mnemonic I can use. Oh, God. Now we're talking. Very Roy Gilmore of you. Like, yeah, every good boy deserves fruit kind of thing. We, I can I do it. I don't even know what you're talking about. Anyway, we can't have any more blackjack mashes at the house because Chloe wants to sell it. Good good for her. And Kate's already thought she might have Clive and Jane. Yeah, the jive dive. Yeah. The jive dive. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm sure I've heard this on the pod, but it sounds great in person. Thanks. Great. Did you hear Roxy this week? Talking about couple names. Oh, sure did. Let's drop that bad boy in here. You and Clive are soulmates. Yeah, but he's mating another soul at the moment. Rebound. They have nothing on Schleife. What would their couple name be anyway? Claim, Jive, meh. I know that Colette Man started Schleife, but I feel like we took it and ran with it. Oh, yeah, and we have a couple name for like everyone that's on the show, and so does Roxy. Yeah. And she said Jive, yeah, so claiming it. But the other thing is that now um, Harlow's getting really suspicious because Hendrix is just falling off the grid all over the place, doesn't want to go to the beach. And now Jay's covering. I couldn't tell at this moment if Jay was just covering for Hendrix by using his like body esteem issues to not want to go to the beach. But then there was that moment with Mackenzie where he's like, no, let's just go to the beach, you mm. and me. Now you guys talked about maybe they've got a thing. I think Mackenzie might think they have a thing. I'm I'm running with this. I'm interested to see where it's going to go. Yeah. And they're kind of brother and sister a little bit. The, I think the moment, the problem is once you stay under the Rebecca roof, you suddenly become into the clan. Wait a second. Has she been given a fish name? No. She's not a Rebecca then? No, not at all. She can have all of the, the times with a Rebecca. It's all above board. Yeah. She can get some barracuda. But also I've noticed Jay's not in the cast, in the cast credits. I think, I don't, I think, I don't think he's with us for very long because he's still only in as a guestie. Oh, okay. And Chloe's still with Hendrix. I'm pumped for new credits. I'm ready. 2021, hit me with it. Okay. Another couple name that I'd like to trial. I don't know how Kate would feel about this one. A-Muff. 
Amy and Puff. Right. A moth. A muffy. A muffy. I don't know. Puff me. Puff me. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what Puffy's been missing. He needs someone to puff him. Uh, I haven't had a proper chat with you, CJ, about just into Stapleton's return. How how has it all been playing for you? Um, I, look, I really remember liking her. I don't really remember why, but look, she is like a CJ type person. Um, I guess all of the people you've mentioned that you'd love to talk to me about how I feel about Paul being a hostie yeah. and whether I knew about that yeah. on the podcast. I totally knew about that. Yeah, great. So I guess like CJ people are hosty people. I, I just remember, so she was with Lance, but I think she used to hang out with like, did she hang out? No, she wasn't there when Paul was there, but who did she hang out with? Billy, I guess. But her friend was Caitlin. So, oh no, wait, maybe I'm confusing that with Jeannie from Down Under and other Aussie series. Yeah. And so I guess she was friends with Toadie and the whole House of Trouser. So she was shocked that Toadie's house was not, you know, disgusting. No, I had it. it's a family home now. Yeah. I mean, there's as many people living there. There's multiple families. Yeah. As somebody who's like her age, I guess we're about the same age. I'm upset for her that her kids are in another place and she's just sort of okay. Like it's Christmas. And, and she's putting down roots here. Yeah. Like, I'm sure go make uniforms for some hotel near them. Yeah, there's lots of hotels up there in the tropics. Yeah, and I look, I hate to throw shade at a working mum, but I just, I'm worried, I'm like worried, why is she away from them? But also, Amy, less fabric in the tropics. That's economical. Yeah, I'm all for people, if they, if you need to work away from your family, and that's where your work takes you. Like if you're FIFO, fly in, fly out. Yeah. Or, you know, you've got to travel, that's what you've got to do. Or if you're a hostie, yeah. they travel. She seems to fully want to set up a life for herself in Victoria. It's not even the neighbouring state. It's like the complete other side of the country. Yeah, and look, this was written most likely way before like state borders meant anything. <laughs> <laughs> but now like I can't imagine because I'm like watching this woman who like you're sitting there thinking, wait a second, those borders are closed. She may as well be going to Scotland. Yeah, yeah. So that worries me. And, I mean, look, Kate's brought up, you know, that this line of work is very specialised. I say to that, Kate, to try something once, you've got to do it the first time. So while it's specialised, in 10 years she can say, I've had 10 years of this. Okay, so sure, yeah. So she's at the start of a specialisation. What did you think, CJ? We had the reveal this week, so which I'll talk about the genesis of that. But what did you think of the new version of the uniform with the blouse and skirt combo? Um, I didn't really care. I didn't like I don't remember the skirt. Okay. But I loved the blouse. I love a blouse made out of that fabric for exactly the reason she said. It doesn't make you hot. Breathable. Mm. Breathable. I don't know about a bum bag. No, I didn't it didn't thrill me. No. And it didn't look big enough for the stuff she said would go in it, like a hand sanitizer and wipes or whatever. Yeah. Like I've got a Katmandu backpack. And that fits a lot in it. Yeah. Right. But also I don't wouldn't take that like on my shift around that. Oh, what I appreciated is that the previous version, the flight attendant version, was clearly just for one body type. Yeah. It was for a slim build. Whereas a blouse oh, and skirt. I can't combo, imagine where a pen would have gone missing in me. Oh my god. Oh I god. can't breathe. I well looking at I can't do a shift in that beautiful dress that Harlow was wearing. No way. But I could wear a shirt and skirt combo. Yeah. Not a tight one like Amy had on, but. Also, like, there's no way that bum bound was going around 
my waist. Um, Tarage, can I wear it like a bracelet? Is that okay? <laughs> well, actually, that's a bit of gym culture. So bum bags have made their return. Um, cool. They are gym bags now. You take them when you're going to go and lift mm. stuff. Well, I made them last decade. I had a foray into YouTube. I vlogged my journey doing the Couch to 5K running program. And for um, the fuller figure as myself, I ran with a bum bag because I needed to carry my iPod at the time. Blast from the past. Your music. My music. Your MP3 music player. Yes. And sweatbands. Come on, people. And you wouldn't have needed your house keys. And yeah, my house keys and money because I'm a woman running alone in the inner suburbs. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And like, you got to stop and buy a donut on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I earned my treat. Yep. So, anyway, tens of thousands of views, people. Yeah. If I had thought of what to do after those episodes, I could have been a YouTube star, but I couldn't think of anything else to do after those videos. You're and, like, ah, oh, reach 5K. And editing video is way harder than editing audio. Uh, all editing is hard. But yes, 100%. You're right there. Like, there's a reason we've had almost 200 neighbours. Yeah. And three neighbours. Yes. Ne- no, buzz offs. Buzz offs. Go watch. Type in Vaya Pasha's Couch to 5K. This time of year, they always views always spike. I still get comments and views because people, oh, yeah. it's New Year's resolution time. Yeah, I've thought about doing Couch. I should, I should like, um, yeah, man. But I, what, once I get to week two, I'm like, oh, this is awful. You should repeat week one until it feels okay. Oh, but also I'm never exercising again. So, I've decided. So, oh, uh, look, I just thought I could do it with my dog and we could enjoy course, that time together. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Um. Who are we talking about? Puff me. <laughs> um, I am following her on Instagram now. Shamey. Shamey Sorry, is yeah, really good. It's really good. Yeah. Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm following the actress Jacinta on Instagram. I enjoy her life. She seems to live a life that I enjoy. And look, I think the outfit is like pitch perfect 30 to 50 year old woman. They've also, the bum bag is now snakeskin. I didn't, I thought she was going to be using. Ethical materials. It, it's fake, but okay. it's like a, a pleather. Okay. Ethical pleather. Yeah, ethical pleather. <laughs> um, I mean, I assume it's fake. It's not real. So it has like an Hermes. Look, it is very international. I've been doing this accent all week and I'm going to do it and like let's hope it doesn't sound ridiculous. So at my work, we've been talking about whether we might have a market the polo. Oh, so I've been la saying, dee da. Yes, I've been saying, oh, you go to the polo. <laughs> I think that shirt needs I'd to love be there. for our UK pals to weigh in there because I feel like you've made pitch the polo a little down market there. Yeah, no, I have. No, but <laughs> I'm talking about the Werribee polo. Oh, so, okay, that's yeah. apt then. Yes. All right. And I'm not talking about the British people. I'm talking about an Australian that just talks like that. <laughs> um, and I feel like that outfit would be worn at... Uh. The, and I don't, in the accent, I don't call it the Werribee Polo. I call it the Pooey Polo. Because there's a sewage farm in Werribee yeah. context. Yeah. So I'm waiting for her to put that outfit with like one of those huge Louis Vuitton bags and just those slip black shoes. Like it's very, you know. I'm not a fashion person, so all this is going over my yeah, head. Yeah. It's just like very designer-esque just, yeah. without actually being designer got in it, any way. Got it, yeah. got it, got it. So this all builds to the kiss. Now, what I liked about how all this came about, this project that they pitched to Tarage, redoing the uniform and stuff. Quick moment. 
Is that hotel room the same room as Pierce's? My KB seemed to think so as he walked past yep. when I was watching it. Okay. Yeah. It's the Rebecca extramarital room. Yeah. Now, the hive mind that got together at the hive, Ned was putting on hive drinks. Wonderful as the proprietor of the hive to do that. What he fell short a little bit on was it was just one six pack. It was three people in a six pack. Also, it was just the one girl that's been working there. Yeah. The guy that's following her and Chloe because she she saw the six pack. She's lasted as adjacent. Yeah. and But it thrilled me because I've always been a Ned and Chloe shipper mm. from way back, mm. way back. I always thought they had a spark and they don't have that many scenes together. But when they do, it's fun times. So I love that she just went, yeah, I'm up for drinks. Let's go. Uh, but then she starts project managing Amy's big uniform comeback. And then once Puffy was involved, Amy came alive. Ned was just moving the six pack around from one room to the other. And then they put this presentation to Tarage and she goes for it because she's like, oh, it's Boxing Day. I want to fly to Queensland. I, let's just get this done. Hmm. I just want to tick off uniforms from my 2020 to-do list and we can move on. Oh, yeah. They could have shown her a pair of Bond's tracksuit pants yeah. and she'd go, okay. Great. Athleisure. Let's go. Mm. And Paul wasn't around so she didn't have to argue with him. She's like, okay, fine. She rang him though. And we know after this that Paul's had some sort of awakening. Mm. So that's why he was like, oh, hi, Therese. Oh, new uniforms. Oh, Amy. Oh, she lied to us. Oh, well. Yeah. She signed the plagiarism paperwork. It was fine. All good. Um, so, look, you know what I think is actually kind of interesting? Puffy is an inventor. Mm. And one of their flirty situations, what, what did you call them again? Shamey. One of their flirty situations, the Shamies, was who was more inventory. Yes. And Kane pointed out that uniform design is a design and a manufacturer. It is not cute little fashion. You know, you have to know your shit, basically. And I like the positioning of Amy wanting to be an inventor. Rather than being like, I like fashion. Yeah. Like Donna Friedman, which was still a valid career choice. It's still fine. It's pitched less as a frou-frou pursuit and more of a business decision. Less creator, which obviously I like creators and creative things, but I like just the change in the angle here. Yeah. That this is an inventor thing. And why wouldn't Shane be interested in something that's about engineering and about structure and about those kind of things? That's what he's studying. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? As Jess from The Block, now on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Why wouldn't you? Pretty lady wants to work with you on a project. Yep. Um, she was like iffy on the presentation, but once Shane got the little encouragement boost, she was like, okay, I'll do it if Shane's in. And then Tarage gives him the green light, shuts the door. They do a celebratory dance and leap into each other's arms and go the little kiss. Now, it was a very, like, so Amy leans in first and she goes for it. Yeah. Then and then Puffy pulls back. Puffy pulls back, which is fine because as we are reminded in the scene, he's married. Mm. Um, and also, like, it's weird for him. Other than Roxy, he hasn't kissed anyone else but Dippy in years. <laughs> then he thinks twice and then yeah, he goes in. That was fun. It thrilled me. Thrilled mm. me because it was a little less COVID safe than we're used to. I think we're now easing back into normal actor touchy touchies. How funny is it? Because Sharon didn't really get to touch no, any either of those Don people. <laughs> or what's his face. And Puffy walks out and goes, 
Straight no in. No COVID there. on me. Where's Jacinta Stapleton? Yeah, straight in. Yep. I was tickled by this because Dippy was thrown over the hot coals for being unfaithful, stepping out of her marriage with a hot bit of stuff. Puffy does it. Granted, they're quote unquote separated, but Puffy does it. And straight away, he's like, well, I've got no, I can't be judged for this because I'm in neutral territory because I have been wronged first. Therefore, I can act up however I want. And he then go, rushes straight to Dippy. He's like, well, I've got to tell my wife. Well, I mean, probably a key difference is telling her after the kiss. <laughs> not after any clothes were shed. Yeah, not after that and God, whatever. Whatever they do with that necklace on. Yeah, whatever hanky-panky stuff went on. <gasps> I'm sure it was pretty <gasps> interesting. No vanilla action between mm, those two. Not at all. Mm-hmm. And he delivers it the same way she delivered the news about the affair on the puffy back patio. Mm. He's like, I'm just going to say it quickly. I kissed Amy. Um, I'm glad you wanted to talk. Yeah. Yeah, because I do too. I thought it'd be great to do that after Christmas as a state of the nation. It was a nice Christmas. It really was. So I was thinking I that we... I kissed Amy Greenwood yesterday. And poor old Dips couldn't... Um, she said, well, I don't have any right to judge you, do I? Can't react. Yeah. Okay. See you later, mate. Yeah. We'll talk about this tomorrow. <laughs> and she's got, she was wanting to plan their trip to Sydney. Aww. Oh, look, it was a bit sad because she was having memories in the car. Yeah. And conveniently... Flapper memories. Yeah, conveniently they were all memories that were, you know, be able to be being recalled from neighbours' back reel. Yeah, nothing from Burke. No, nothing from Burke. They didn't have a neighbours crew there. (laughs) But I think the key difference is he kissed someone and then went and told her and said, like, I want to know how you feel about this. Sort of, but it almost seemed like a gloat. Like, there you go, I can do it too. I don't blame him though. I'm in the bucket of people not blaming him. But also, I'm of the mentality, like, if Dippy had just kissed Pierce, mm. I'd be like, whatever. It's just like, people kiss, spin the bottle when you're a teenager. What is a, what is a kiss, you know? Actually, my first kiss was in a game of spin the bottle. Was it? it was, and I felt that was very meaningful to me. So, I just said the exact opposite of what I believe. But um, Mine was in the movie Tank Girl. <laughs> it's perfect for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, look. I'm just a girl in the world. Oh. <laughs> it's one of my favourite songs. Um, at Airport West Cinema, just to oh, just to paint the theme. Look, I don't know. I just think I think Puffy because they're doing tit for tat now. Yeah, that's the thing. So he had his addiction. Mm. He lied to her in that. Yeah. She had her, you know, addiction mm. to the to the Fierce. for the fierceness and the whatever hard things were going on yeah. in that body. And she lied to him. Now he's come back with a return. Now we've talked before that Puffy's addiction wasn't actually against her. Mm. And like to a certain extent, Dippy's affair wasn't really against him. But no. it's a thing you promise when you get married yeah. that you're not going to do that. Like at least they did. Yeah. Right. And I don't think becoming a speed addict was in the vows. Oh. Now I realise why I'm always so chill about these things. I'm not married and I don't intend to be. So I've never had to stand up and do vows. Yeah. So, yeah, we just sort of go with the flow. Okay. Yeah. So, like, when you're – remember, like, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt were going to renegotiate the, the wedding every, like, few years? Oh. Didn't work out for them. Though. Bless them. Um, but I guess when you're married, you do – you negotiate your terms mm. frequently, like, as you should. Yeah. As you should in any relationship. But you have like 
most likely made a promise to love and honour them. And only their PP. Yeah. Just their PP. Um, when you do get married, even if you have like a shoddy little wedding like I did, they, they come up and they show you the vows and you pick from them. Oh, cool. And I said, I don't want to obey. Nice. And they said, no worries. We don't want you to. <laughs> but you could say, like, you could not put that in there if you didn't want to. Um, what's her name? Little House on the Prairie. Just reminded me of a bit of trivia I looked up at work last year. Laura Ingalls Wilder. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't say obey way back in the pioneer times. Right. I mean, here's the tip. At Vegas, they don't want you to say obey anyway. <laughs> but but you could before that, as you could in any relationship, say I want to have an open relationship. That's not to say. But they were under the mm. assumption that their relationship is not open. Yes. And I guess at this point in their separation, they don't know the terms of their no. relationship. So it's not really clear. She's living at Sheila's house. Yeah. And she left. And the extra spark here is that he's feeling a connection with Amy mm. and he's a free agent, so quote unquote, so he can actually go out with her if he wants to. Mm. And Toadie, he's talking it through with Toadie and then Toadie starts meddling, mm. running over to Amy and saying, oh, whoa, hey, hold on, he's going to get back with his wife, so what are you doing? Well, from Toadie's point of view, he slept with another woman <laughs> while his wife, who was grieving the loss of a child that she was having with another man. <laughs> Watched on Skype. Yeah, wow. And they were able to get back together and love each other until the end of her life. He's like, Puffy, you're fine. It's, yeah. It was one kiss and you told her about it. Yeah, it's nothing. Just stop kissing her. And don't live stream it. Well, we should move on from them. But the part I also want to shine a light on is Yashvi's preoccupation with her parents' love life. Yeah. And Kersha, but whatever. Kersha's cute and little. Yashvi, you're an adult with a serious job. You don't have time to worry about this. But what amuses me is the extent to which the young, sexy people of Ramsey Street give a shit about the middle-aged and senior residents' love lives. It actually thrills me as a lady who's approaching a different season season of my life. Thank you, CJ. It heartens me that the young, fit 20-somethings on the street are like, who's grand going to get back together with? Yep. When are mum and dad going to love each other again? Like, I love it. All the attention is on the senior relationships. Yeah, I guess some Sheila was interested in B and Levi getting together, but not anymore. <laughs> I told the girl that lives next door to me that I was going to Warnable for a couple of days and she could not have cared less. <laughs> and I can't imagine getting any interest out of her for like any of my love life. So it's amazing. Yeah. It's a real thrill. So as much as I think Yashvi's a sad ass, mm. I'm here for her caring. And over at the Cannings, she's has got Coil, Roxy, Levi and B all invested in how she's going to get her ex back in Clive. She's got like a little litter of Cannings. <laughs> Falling into line behind Mother Duck. Yeah. Oh, Mother Duck went out one day. It's like, quack, oh. quack, quack. <laughs> that is... That breaks my heart. You've got to listen song. to the whole song. It breaks You've got my to get heart to too. the end. Yeah, you've got to get to the end. I never got to the <sighs> end for like months. They all come back, mate. Very sad. Do you know, actually, one of the only audio recordings of me as a tiny child, yeah. I don't know where it is now. It's somewhere. It's on a little dictaphone cassette tape yeah. of me like four years old in the bathtub singing that Five Little Ducks song. Yeah. There's a lot of – my dad basically made a podcast of me as a child. Aww. There's all these recordings of me, um, but they're on – Tape. Yeah, I don't know how. It's how does one well, get we'll that? We just have to pay someone a nerd. Yeah, we would yeah. have to pay someone. 
Hendrix, I'd pay to do that. Yeah. 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 I mean, see, this, this is what Hendrix could be doing instead of counting mm. cards. He's not for the counting cards. No, honey. If he said, no. I'm going to be TikTok famous. Come and weed my garden, please. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Come and weed my garden. And I mean that in a metaphoric <laughs> sense. <laughs> um, Sheila, long story short. Sheila wants to meddle with the jive relationship, which becomes cuter and cuter every time they have a scene together and they're doing crosswords and they're going for strolls in the garden taking old person selfies. My heart melts for them. Yeah, and they're talking about flowers and stuff. It's almost like they're talking to Kate. Yeah. I think Sheila is above this. I'm disappointed in her and I don't understand why she's dwelling at rock bottom Trailing after her ex. I can tell you why. Why? And it's the same problem that Sheila had, or Colette had, Mm. before the relationship. Where is the man for her? Oh, like on the street. Yeah. You're right. That's what's the problem. So they need to bring another character in Mm. so she can move on. Let's cast one. Fantasy casting is always my favourite game. From Australian television. How about Gary Sweet? I, I was like... Get out of here. I was thinking of him too. Because he, I say, Gary Sweet, just FYI, he did a centerfold. What? Like, he's PP. Back in police rescue days. Um, Like, not early 90s? Googling it. Um, he, Let's hope I'm right, guys, because she's going to Google it and check. In recent times, he was on a house series called House Husbands. Yes. Neighbours Alum went on to that. Yep. Delta Goodrum, etc. In the late 90s, he was like, sex, sex, sex guy he was he had dilf he had dilf situation yeah, going yeah, on yeah, yeah and yeah so i would like him and i would like him to be like anti-clive so i don't want him to be a doctor i don't want him to be heady i want him to dive in a bit like sheila does like a rough larrikin no not no. really because i think maybe frank was a bit like that oh yeah yeah but like a cop oh, we don't we don't need more cops the ones we have can't do their jobs all right firemen Ooh, hello, there's always a fire. Firefighter. Senior. Beautiful. Whatever they're called. Lieutenants? Dunno. Dunno, doesn't matter. Yep, so he works at the fire station. We we have fires all the time in Erinsborough. Always, always. Why haven't we met the firefighters there? Why can't I find... Do I have to Google Gary Sweet naked? Because I don't want to. (laughs) It's Cosmo. Gary Sweet Cosmo. Cosmopolitan Australia. We'll take this offline. Kate will find it in two seconds and she'll probably work out who you really mean because maybe it's not Gary Sweet. I'm going to message her. <gasps> that just reminded me of weird things to text your friends because I, I just randomly texted Kate, did Gary Sweet ever do a centrefold? <laughs> not a word of context. And I just texted my best friend Joe before. We're going to have drinks next week, like the before times. <laughs> I'm getting dressed up and I just texted her. She goes, oh, can we move it to Friday? And I go, no worries. I'll explain later, but can you take photos of me sitting on a cake? Her response, yes. (laughs) And then want me to bring my camera or you use yours? This is the person who took our neighbor's photo. Yes, our big iconic one on the street. Oh, wub. All right. The page is loading. so Yeah, we'll get back to that. So firefighter, something that's like, I don't mind the... Dr. Vibe is in like the healer. I don't mind that thing, but like just a little bit more physical. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. So, firefighter. Oh, maybe like a pilot. No, we've done it. CJ, let's not over egg the pudding. We've done it. All right. What? I don't have any more room to mention this, but also this week, Coyle 
tried to recreate Gaz Can's iconic sausage recipe and then defrosted seven-month-old sausages. And there was some conjecture in the council about, won't that be gross? But, mate, once it's frozen, you're fine. Like, I don't think Sean was in the freezer for seven months. Was He's he? fine. He's Have fine. you seen him? He's in a pool in Switzerland. <laughs> He's still defrosting. Yeah. Look, there's recommended freezing times. I don't know what a sausage, a Gary sausage is, but I think as long as it got to the freezer okay, yeah. I think it's fine. I'm concerned it didn't get to the freezer. So, look, I don't understand what you're talking about, so I've obviously missed this scene. <laughs> but um, So, are they Gary sausages? He made them seven months ago. They put them in the freezer. I think he was already dead by then, so Ooh. I don't know. Anyway, I got food poisoning from a bad sausage once. Coyle didn't need to eat them because Sheila found the recipe. It was fine. Right. Um, but what we need to get to the point is she invited Des over from Western Australia to put a spanner in the works of the jive relationship and Des rightfully has a go at Colette, finally calls her out on her antics and instead of her having to face her accountability, she collapses and has a heart attack. Yeah, it was a big scene. So she couldn't have painted it better, though. Old Shields. Who runs to her rescue and immediately saves her? Oh, the CEO of Erinsborough Hospital. Yep, because he's also a doctor. And he's got wonderful bedside manner, doesn't he? Yeah, Clive? he really does. And she wakes up and he's, they've done a surgery. They've put a pacemaker in. Which is, you know, that's. I think they have to stop your heart to do that. It's like a big, it's deal. A big deal. Yeah, it's not open heart surgery though. So like, there's a couple of steps up, I guess, mm. from it. So Clive has got down on the ground and fixed her heart. Oh yeah. God, yeah, that's what she wanted. And then she doesn't even draw a line through it and go, "All right, I've put myself in hospital worrying about this." And Coyle's like, "This is like Nan. Gran's got to stop interfering. It's causing her health to spiral." Let's also not forget when she kicked David out of the pub for <laughs> the most innocent person on that street. She rips you, through him. The guy that's also in play school. Get out. <laughs> we need to hear that. Let's hear that. Is that the kind of environment you want to raise your child in? Jane Harris on heat, seducing a befuddled, lonely old man? Sheila. I want David to ban Clive from his house. Sheila, I- I'm sorry that you're hurting truly, but I can't do So that. you're on Jane's side too, are you? It's not about being on side. Well, if you're not with me, you're against Come me. Come on, Gran. I don't think anyone's against you. Get out of my pub. What? You heard. We have a dress code. Patrons are required to have a spine. <laughs> He's like, the fuck? <laughs> I'm David. and he, I'm Team Jive. Thank you. Anyway. I'm Boo Boo. <laughs> How dare you? I saw that in the promos all week. They were throwing that scene out there. I'm like, on what planet is Sheila throwing David out of the pub? And yeah, then it all came together. So, but she's lying in a hospital bed on death's door. She sees Des and Jane walking through the corridors and goes, I see an opportunity here. And asks him to stay in town to just spice things up. And then, of course, Clive puts Jive on pause because he doesn't want to cause Sheila any more distress. Poor old Jane, oh, has to then drown her sorrows in a cup of tea. Imagine being told... That your hot new flower relationship's going on pause. Pause is the unsexiest word in the English language. Um, it's the famous friends line, isn't it? We were on a break. But break's a little sexier than pause. Which is actually, that's two storylines that contain the same thread this week. Puffy's basically saying that to Dippy. Yeah. 
I kissed the copy girl because we were on a break. Mm. I have an update. It oh. was Cleo that had the centerfolds. Okay, we'll come back to it. Jack Thompson was the biggest famous one. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, he kicked it all off. Cleo magazine, August 1990. <gasps> oh, why is there no control find on a phone? That is my question. Like this couldn't be more confusing, this site that I have found. Okay, we can't. We don't have time for this right now. Look, the point is there's a large chance that CJ's right. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. We'll put it all in the council if you find it, pixelated. Also, this was for our, like, fantasy casting. It wasn't even for a no. real Neighbours thing. Um, <laughs> but if we need to, we'll pay $30 to see Gary Sweet's wang. Yeah. Did I say those words correctly? <laughs> Gary Sweet's wang? It's really hard to say. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it. We need to do Citizen or Shitizen, please. Huh. I have one. Go. Shitizen of the week. First of 2021. Maybe even a little into the saddest B territory, but I let Kate take the reins on that. Sheila Canning, please, Han, you are better than this. You are nearly killing yourself to get back your man. No, he he's moved on. He's doing crosswords with Jane over orange juice. Get on old person Tinder. Yes, what is that called? It's Tinder. <laughs> I'm sure you oh, just set your age bracket. Um, girl, you are fire. Yes. Clive and Jane are doing crosswords. You don't need this. You don't know Go out and get a younger man. Be yeah. a cougar. I'm sure Love Gary Sweet's young. I don't even know how old Gary no. I mean, if he was posing nude in 1990, they're probably the same age. But whatever. Maybe you could hook up. I'm worried they're going to set her up with Des. And when Des says her name in his bogan thing, I think he's just calling her Sheila like the Australian word. <laughs> like a bloke. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sheila. Yeah, Drongo. Um, yes, I'm worried about that because I want her to, you know. Don't give her the only available person nearby. Write her a man. Yeah, craft some sexual chemistry. I've no doubt that Colette could make sexual chemistry with like a lamp yeah. shade. So give her something more than a lamp shade. Not that I'm saying this is a lamp shade. Yeah. But, you know, he's had his time in the sun with Jane. Let's yeah. just move on. Yeah. Um, I, look, I have to give my citizen to Paul, but we're saving that storyline for the patron. Give us a little highlight. Give us a little glimpse. Going on holidays, one of the best things about it, and we don't, I mean, I just went on a three-day mini vacay and I haven't come back with a new attitude because (laughs) it was only three days. But if I had gone to New York for Christmas, now let's not forget, both Amy and Jimmy have a special power over Paul. Mm. And they went, he went over there and he's still Paul. You know that he's got like a... There's a glint in his eye. He's got a glint. But he is being a basic girl. And saying, I went to, I don't know, Bali and I did a yoga retreat and I'm not going to let things get to me anymore. This week. Mindfulness. (laughs) Wonderful. We're back, baby. Um, We might be alternating a bit for the next couple of months. Uh, Not always all three all at once because also the situation's constantly changing in pandemic life. But whatever, whatever fruit salad combination of us you get, you'll be enjoying and that's fine. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled for a detail on the neighbours night that we are neighbours night that we're mm-hmm. gonna run online and I'll drop an audio reminder on here for that, but also on our socials. Neighbours Council on Facebook, Neighbours Pod on Twitter, I'm Vase on Instagram. I'm CJ the Hot Mess Mum on Instagram and TikTok. Kate is at Remude on Twitter. And Kate would remind you to rate and review us. And also like um, every other podcast I listen to says rate and review us because it helps us with the algorithms. So 
Yeah, I'm convinced that it only means things because other people say it. It might not help at all, but I've got no idea. Yeah, I just believe them. I'm a marketing professional. I've got no idea what it means, (laughs) but I think it might mean something. Yeah. So I would love it, and I just really like reading them. They make me feel nice. They're lovely. And and you know what? Somebody has given me the title of Cedo Stradamus. (gasps) I mean, they haven't. I gave that to me, but Sarah has mentioned that two years before Sonia's cancer. I predicted it. What? So I didn't really. But I said when Sonia and Toadie were separating, I said that if Sonia had cancer, Toadie would have to look after her. He's still responsible for her. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it was the same week that you were happy that (laughs) was following you on Twitter. (laughs) So, I mean, as the tides change. Sands through the hourglass. Well, that is a big one. That's a big call. Yeah. Go you. Happy New Year. We'll chat to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. This world is